This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Jenkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up? What's up? Incredible, loved, valued, and significant people. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for your life. And I'm thankful for this sweet and simple way that the Lord has enabled me to talk with you, to hopefully encourage you, and just to be a part of your day. Y'all, I'm really excited because we are getting to talk with a dear friend of mine, Chelsea Hurst, and it is going to be a joy. So faith comes by hearing friends. Grab your headphones and let's get into the word and have some sweet conversation. Y'all, okay, so the lovely human that we have on our episode today, Chelsea Hurst, I honestly... Whenever I first heard about her, followed her on Instagram, I was genuinely encouraged by her, looked up to her, and like saw her as a role model in my life. And the Lord, in His cool way, enabled us to now be a part of the same podcast network. And through podcasts, through God building us up so that we can just lift His name higher, He has enabled our paths to cross. And now, who I the woman who I still look up to, who I'm still encouraged by, who is still a role model to me, I now get to call her my friend. I now get to call her a dear sister that I actually get to talk with on a personal level. And that's just such an example of how kind the Lord is. And so needless to say, I'm excited to introduce y'all to this lovely human. Chelsea, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Okay, Emma, I'm over here like almost crying before we even start. Like, come on. (laughs) So nice of you. And I had no idea that you, you know, had stumbled on my Instagram that way. And that's how we kind of like started chatting and everything. So I just think it's so cool how how God weaves everything together and just how intentional he is with friendships, especially and people doing, you know, similar things on, you know, the internet or in person or whatever it is for anybody. And I'm just so excited for this conversation, guys. We've been talking about this for a while <laughs> and for all the things we're going to cover and, and just um, what's been on our hearts lately. And we just hope you're blessed by it. So thank you, Emma. Yes. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Before we get into the sweet conversation, it will kind of lead us into it. Chelsea, introduce yourself and tell everybody just who you are, what you're about, a little bit of how you got to where you are. Um, yes, just tell tell them about the beautiful truth that is you. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Every time you say something, it's like a compliment. And I'm just like, okay, I'm here like flushing. Um, 
Anyways, so I live in South Carolina currently. We just actually moved here. My husband and I, we've been married for, it's coming up in March on two years. And we met on the internet. We met on Twitter. Wow, what a shocker. And I have been like a friend to the internet, I guess, since I was 13 years old. So I've always done some form of creative work, I guess, online, like whether it's videos or, you know, writing blogs or writing books or whatever it is. I just feel like God really speaks to me in in creative ways. And so I've always kind of just had a heart for that. I've always had a heart for women and just community with women and getting to have like deep, like rooted friendships in scripture and the Lord and just like just being able to have genuine fun with friends. And so I'm a very relational person. So if you find yourself always looking for the relational aspect in work or in um, school Mm -hmm. or in just like your friendships and family, like that is the person that I think I am. Like I just am a very relational person. So I I love quality time, like spending time with people all around the world. That's like my favorite thing is to get to know other people in different countries and their cultures and all of that. So it's it's a blessing to be able to say all the things that, you know, I enjoy on this podcast because a lot of people, you know, they ask about success and, you know, what brought you to where you are. But I feel like a lot of what makes us us is just what God has put in us that we enjoy and that we want to exude to others. So that's just such a blessing that Emma is just so wired to just really get to know people and just to make them feel welcomed and loved. And so I hope you guys feel that today, that uh, we're just Mm -hmm. so desiring that you guys find a little bit more about yourself and who God's created you to be through this episode today. (laughs) Wow, you are a lovely human. And I, I love how the Lord wired you and how he made all of us to be in relationship, but the way that you intentionally lean into that and the way that you are just so diligent to invest into the people that God has placed into your life. Um, it's very admirable, Chelsea, and I'm, I'm just thankful for you. And I think it, it really kind of plays a beautiful role into what we're talking about today with routine because people, (laughs) that relationships, time with precious humans, that's a big part of a daily routine and what a, a big part of what rhythm in our life looks like, which is a big highlight of what we're talking about today is routine and rhythm, especially in our world right now where we're, we've entered into a new season where leaves are changing. We've entered into a year where a lot of routine has changed regarding to school and work and There's just a lot of new, there's a lot of different. And so that even plays a role into what our time with people looks like. And so I wanted to start off by asking you a question on routine and rhythm. And I wanted to ask you, when have you noticed a lack of routine in your life and how could you tell it was affecting you? Like it even could have been like just in this year, how routine has changed. And therefore, when routine changes, we have to kind of be patient with ourselves to find our new groove. Because I know for me, I can 
be hard on myself if I've entered into a new season or my routine has changed and mm-hmm. I haven't jumped into the groove as fast as I feel like I should have. And I'm reminded by the Lord to be patient with myself that you have to give yourself time to figure out that new groove. But how could you tell that you were affected whenever you were lacking routine or your routine changed on you? Yeah, that's a really great question. I think it's very important for the year that we're in right now, especially. And I think I've noticed the the biggest change in lack of routine whenever I've moved. So whether that's a state or, you know, I've gone from being single to dating and then to, to marriage, like anything that changes your world up, like very foundationally, like it's not just you, it's two people, or it's not just, you know, Georgia, it's South Carolina. Like it's, it's mm. any like change of like, you know, environment or, Um, just the everyday, like wake up, you see something different, you do something different. I I think that just moving has really changed my routine. And that's when I've had the hardest time adjusting. And I think I can relate to you, Emma, with that, with like needing patience for yourself, because I think a lot of times whenever (laughs) I'm in the middle of change, I will feel super hard on myself as well because I'll look back and I'll be like, oh, like the past week I have not like spent the time that I really wanted with the people that I loved or I haven't really spent the time that I wanted with the Lord. I've just been so distracted or so focused on, you know, the fact that so much is changing and I need to get a hold of it or I have a control (laughs) issue or whatever it is. I think that, you know, change in general can really um, make me feel kind of like I I don't really have the same routine or, or I'll look back on five years ago when I felt like, you know, I had really sweet times with the Lord, but now they are sweet, but they're different. And so yeah. I think that I think a lot of us need to give ourselves grace because sometimes we think that our relationship with the Lord's going to stay the same. It's going to look the same. It should have the same sweetness, the same taste to it, like all that sort <laughs> of stuff. But in reality, we're constantly growing. We have ever-changing relationships in our lives. And so that means that he's wired us for that change. And so we should lean into it. And I feel that it shouldn't be something that shakes us up, but rather gets us excited for something new with him. So I think that that's the lesson I've learned and feeling sometimes unstable with change and really desiring routine because I feel like I'm a very routine type person. (laughs) Yeah, I I totally agree. And I, I feel like that really reflects a part of the Lord's character because mm-hmm. you look to scripture and you see how God is a God of peace, not of chaos. Yeah. Our God, he He leads us on level ground. Like we, we know in the Lord, we find rest. He says, be still and know that I am God. Like he promises that we will not be shaken as he right. is at our right hand. Like there's a, there's a character of God that is he is a God of order, a God of peace. He is steadfast. And I think being made in his image, we we crave that. We crave order. We crave peace. We crave that stillness, that rhythm. And 
I love how you were talking about how there's beauty in change. There's beauty in differentness because I think you're able to be reminded of how God remains steadfast in the midst of change. God remains consistent whenever things are, are shifting and there's purpose in it as he's leading you through it, which brings so much peace. Like in Ecclesiastes 3, where Solomon, he's telling us that there's a time and place for everything under the heavens. There's a season for everything and everything has been made beautiful in its own time. And I think about past seasons in my own life and how like, wow, I'm thankful I'm not in the same season that I used to be because I've grown out of it. Like I'm, I'm not meant to be there anymore, but I can look back on it and say, wow, God, you're so faithful. But now I stand where I'm at in this season and I have so much clarity that, wow, like I'm supposed to be here and the seasons that I've been through prepared me for being here. Yeah, so I think that that really speaks to the season that you're in right now, too, about, like, you know, holding fast to your, is it soon to be husband or are you guys married already? <laughs> yes, it's soon to be. We will be married in June. So we oh, have a longer okay. engagement, but we're excited. That is so exciting. So, I mean, in this season of preparation, you have a lot that you're preparing for and especially like just the getting to know Josh in a different way than you've probably ever experienced before because now you guys are under the mindset of this is a season that's ending of of dating and and now we are you know entering into a covenant relationship that's just so powerful it's so special but it also prepares something in your heart and I think that in in seasons of you know preparation and and all of those little moments we can look back and be like oh, you know what? Like, I am so glad God, you know, was just so intentional with me in high school and how I would spend so many hours, you know, with him Mm -hmm. while everybody else is, you know, out partying or whatever they were doing. I remember I had like similar moments, I think, to you in high school where a lot of people would go out and they would, you know, they would just do the typical like high school thing after like football games. And I would just feel so drawn to just go home and read. And <laughs> I used to oh, think I was just yeah. such a, a little like geek or dork or whatever, but I was just like, no, I love those times with the Lord. And I would just sit on my floor and sometimes I would sit there like just crying because he was just so sweet. And I just felt so filled in those moments. And so I think in our mm-hmm. singleness and in those seasons, it really, it creates just something inside of us that we can pass on into our marriage relationship too. So I think that that's so special. And I I think that that's why it's so important that we're talking about routine and how like the routines that we set in our singleness versus in, you know, dating or or marriage, it it all compounds on each other. So. Wow. (laughs) That's so true. That just shouts the truth that your life is bigger than you, if that makes sense. Like the things that you do and the routines that you choose to cultivate and the rhythm that you choose to dance in through life, like it's not only impacting you, but it's impacting people in your circle and people you may never meet. Your life has a greater impact than what you could have ever dreamt it to have. And marriage is a big, big example of that and how how you allowed the Lord to carry you, how you chose to spend your time, how, how you chose to surround yourself with the people you chose to surround yourself with. All of that 
will be reflected in what your marriage looks like. Right. That's powerful. It is very, very powerful. <laughs> and it really speaks to just wanting to have like just beautiful change within yourself right now. Like what can you do right now to just um, lean into the heart of God so that it is reflected in a in a way that when you're with another person and we're so easily swayed by other people's habits and by just the way that they live life, if you live so closely with them. I, I realized that when I got married that <laughs> there were some things that bugged <laughs> me about Nick, but that was just because he was different than I was and we were merging our routines. So I just think it's so sweet that he teaches us things about ourselves that, you know, could use some correction or things that could be highlighted so that we can both be better. Wow. Wow. And I think something I am hearing through just throughout our whole conversation is like our intentional time with the Lord and mm-hmm. how that that truly is like the the level ground upon which our rhythm and routine is established. And I I just as we were like talking about our conversation leading up to it. And I was just praying through it. I had some scripture on my heart that I was like, wow, like I'm so thankful for the Lord and for how he draws us to himself to be alone with him and how our time with him, it truly does overflow into every other aspect of our life. It overflows into the habits we cultivate. It overflows into the things we say yes to and the things that we say no to. And I think what's really, really powerful is Jesus, he himself went to be alone with the Lord. He himself went to go to a quiet place to pray, to listen, to sit with the Lord. Like in Mark 135, it says Jesus rose very early in the morning. He went to a quiet place and there he prayed. And in Luke 5, 15 through 16, it talks about how um, like there were a bunch of people who they grew familiar with the name of Jesus. Like he was I guess popular is the word we could use. Like he was becoming famous to many people. Um, But it says that as he grew more famous, he would often go to a quiet place to be alone with the Lord. And what I think is just so incredible is it didn't matter how many people knew him or how many people didn't know him. It, no matter what season Jesus was in, a priority was to go and be alone with the Lord. Like that was what established his rhythm, his routine, no matter what the season looked like. And if Jesus made that a priority, then as believers, like why would we think for a second that we wouldn't need to do that too? That we think that we could we could make it on our own yet still live the life God has called us to live. (laughs) If Jesus needed to be alone with his father in order to continue to live the way that the Lord had was calling him to live, why, why would we in our sinful nature in our humanness think that we could live the life God has called us to live without going to be alone with the father? Like Jesus set the example, which I just think is so powerful. And Like, I think there are so many different voices that we hear, so many different opinions that are made known. Even the voice that we were bonding over earlier of feeling like, man, I need to pick it up because I haven't found my groove fast enough. And we need to be reminded that we can actually be patient with ourselves. And one of the ways that 
we can remain in a quiet heart. One of the ways that we can more easily be reminded to be patient is whenever we're going to be alone with the Lord. Because in Zephaniah 3, like the Lord says that he quiets our heart with his love. In Hosea 2, he says that he draws his people out to the quiet place and he speaks tenderly to them. And what I think is just so powerful about that is like if God's peace guards our heart and mind with his peace that surpasses all understanding, that means no matter how loud the voice of the enemy gets, no matter how loud the voices of of the world seem to be, we can still remain quiet within because everything that is like upon the the ground that we're standing on is the word of God that rejoices over us, that quiets our heart, that is our guard so that we're able to have a level head and we're able to, like we were saying earlier, the seasons change, but God is consistent. We're Mm -hmm. able to rest in his consistency whenever we're choosing to cultivate a rhythm of going to be alone with him. You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. This podcast is sponsored by Denison Ministries. Denison Ministries is a movement creating 7 million culture-changing Christians who are committed to carrying out the truths of the gospel in their sphere of influence through a variety of ways, which is why Denison Ministries is excited about sponsoring today's podcast. One of the cool ways Denison Ministries helps Christians feel closer to God is through their First 15 devotional. First 15 is designed to help you spend the first 15 minutes of your day experiencing God through meaningful devotional thoughts, scripture, worship, and prayer. Sign up today and get the First 15 email devotional sent directly to your inbox. Go to first15.org. That's first15.org. You can also start your day off with the First 15 devotional podcast. You can sign up there in your favorite podcasting app. Now back to today's show. Wouldn't you agree? Have you experienced that too? Oh, definitely. And I think as you're speaking, I'm thinking about just how how true that is, but also how I have tendencies in my mind to think about things that are not of him in that moment, not that they're evil or anything like that, but things that are just distracting whenever I'm wanting to be with him and how my mind so easily wanders. So I think it reminds me of scripture where it says, just be renewed by like, you know, just the renewing of your mind, like be refreshed by the renewing of your mind. And so I think renewing of our minds involves quieting out other voices and other distractions because you can't be renewed if you are trying to get that renewal from several different sources at once. The true source is what is going to fulfill us and what's going to do the renewing of our minds. So I think if you're hearing this right now and you're thinking, okay, that is so true. That's so me. I get so easily distracted. Um, Just know that the Lord really desires that time with you just undivided um Mm -hmm. and I think he gives us the tools that we need and sometimes we just have to say no to certain things we have to say no to picking up the phone that could so easily you know distract us because our phones are wired to give us notifications to get us on 
the phone um, to yeah. get us on and, and to bring our presence to a, a device. When in reality, if we are not present with him and with the relationships in our lives, we're going to live a constantly distracted life. And so I think one thing that I've been learning is to give myself grace in that area, but also set up my surroundings in a way where I can actually be focused and where I can actually enjoy Mm -hmm. the renewal and the source and all the things that you just mentioned, how he wants to, you know, shower us in love and just, you know, almost embrace us uh, in a spiritual way of just like being able to show us in his word or in the time with us just how much he cares. And I think sometimes I can sabotage that by allowing myself to give in to distraction. So I just don't know if anybody needed to hear that, but I think that distraction can um, really come into play, especially whenever we're talking about routine and how important that is to us, because I know that I so easily can can struggle with that and I think transparently that's just something that I'm admitting so that you guys can feel um, Mm -hmm. free to admit the same thing and and we can pick up our tools and and learn how to walk through it and and say no to those things so yes I totally relate as well I oh my goodness absolutely and I think that that's where I feel like it's coming up often, but where patience (laughs) comes in, like you have to be patient with yourself because it is a discipline. Like Mm -hmm. you're literally going against the ways of the world by choosing to go be alone with the Lord, turning off the noise. When your mind, the noise of your mind is running and racing, like just every time that happens, just graciously saying, nope, like God, I'm here with you. Nope. God, I'm here with you. Whatever I'm thinking on, God, I'm going to talk to you about it. I'm going to bring this to you. Like, instead of saying, man, like, why does my mind keep racing and being hard on yourself about it? Whatever your mind is racing on, take it to the Lord. Like, let that be what your conversation is with him rather than being hard on yourself. So, oh my goodness, Chelsea, I totally get that. It's it's a discipline. It's literally a muscle that you have mm-hmm. to work out. And it's, that's, I think, another example of seasons. Like my time with the Lord, I feel like it's even more rich and sweet than it was five seasons ago, because as you continue to spend time with him, you like God continues to transform you by the renewing of your mind. That muscle continues to be strengthened. And some seasons it's harder than others. It's filled with more distractions than others. But as you continue to just be faithful, be present, come before the Lord and let him do what only he can do. You'll look up five seasons down the road and think, wait, how did I get here? I would have never been able to sit with the Lord for 30 minutes. Five seasons ago, I could only sit with him for five minutes and felt like it was for an eternity. And now it's like 30 minutes. I can sit down with the Lord and, and talk with him and listen. And yeah, I still get distracted, but Hey, like there's growth. And so Mm -hmm. celebrate that little victory with the Lord, because man, he's just jealous to be with you. He's jealous for your attention. Yeah. Wow. That's so true. And I think it, it speaks to how, how much he can change us and how much like it, it really just it takes like the the simple yes to him and being willing to allow ourselves to be changed in that way. So yeah. that was really good. I'm glad that you said that. Wow. Friend, I love you. 
I love you so much. I don't want this conversation to end. <laughs> Me either. I feel like there's, there's like so much we could go into, but I, I love this topic. I love that um, a lot of people listening probably resonate with the heart of routine and just knowing that we are built in a lot of ways for it and um, how important it is. And so I would love to know, Emma, how has your, I know that you're kind of like interviewing me, but (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to turn it on you. (laughs) Um, How has like your, I guess, rhythms and routines, it doesn't even have to be just like, you know, your Bible routine or, you know, time with the Lord. How has this like your routines, your rhythms changed with um, being in a, in a season of engagement and spending more time with Josh and and having like one person present in your life that you haven't necessarily always had in your life? I would love to know. Wow. Yes. Oh my goodness. I actually have a couple of little nuggets to share on this on this question. I, it definitely looks different. It's a different season, but it's one of my favorite seasons I think I've ever been in before. Um, and it's one of the busiest seasons. I think I've never had a podcast. And so therefore I've never been creating as much content as I've had the joy of getting to create. Um, and so that's implemented a new schedule in my week. So not mm-hmm. only schoolwork and college, but also um, podcast work and recording every week and getting to like, that keeps me accountable to stay in the word, not only so I continue to grow in my walk with the Lord, but so that I can continue to overflow that quiet time into the lives of other people as I teach and encourage. So that in itself is just fun. And it is it is a very unique year because I'm living in a house with my three best friends and Josh is in an apartment with two of his best friends. And it's our last year, like in our bachelor bachelorette pads. <laughs> and it's so cherished. Like, I feel like this year is a year of deepening community, deepening of our friendships. And, and then along with that, me and Josh are engaged. And so I think something that is has been very very beautiful is getting to be intentional about mine and Josh's time together because like you can easily look up and you filled your week and you did so many things that week and you saw your person a couple of times because you assume that you'll see them but you look up and a week has gone by and it's like have we actually spent quality time together? Like yeah. every every day, like every moment I have with you is quality time, but have we really sat down one-on-one and asked each other how that how we're doing? And so I think that that's something really good to keep in check is it's easy to fill up your schedule really quickly. And all of the things you fill it with are so good. They're beautiful things, but you can easily look up and because you assume you'll see your person, you easily notice, wait, we haven't really sat down and checked in on one another, gone on a date. Like how, how are you doing? And, and so that's really sweet to be intentional about. And this is a little off topic, but something else that I really get to work on too is trust because our time doesn't look the same. Like, um, 
for the first two years of college, we were on campus. And so we were with each other literally every waking hour. Like we were together all the time. And during quarantine, I was either over at his house or he was over at my house. Our families hang out all the time. Um, And then we step into this year and we live in two different houses, of course, but we live 15 minutes across town from each other. And he has a job. I have a job. We also have schoolwork. We have time with our friends. And so I've noticed myself missing him dearly. And it's such a great opportunity to acknowledge, yes, we have an opportunity to trust each other. Like just because our time together doesn't look the same, that does not communicate a lack of love, a lack of enjoyment with one another, a lack of commitment. And so it's a great opportunity that I think God is deepening my trust Yes, in Josh, but also in the Lord that, wow, if I am feeling insecure because our time doesn't look the same, or if I'm feeling insecure because Josh is planning things with his dudes, then that's something in me. That isn't about Josh. That's God exposing insecurities in me because God knows we're going to be powerful together, but he needs to make sure that we're powerful alone as well because our identity is not found in each other or in what our time looks like together, but our identity is found in Christ. And so that's been something really cool that the Lord has been refining in me and exposing in me. And when I, why do I feel bitter and stubborn when Josh makes plans with other people? Like that's not cool, but I'm having to be honest about that. But then on the other side of that, it's like, wait, but there is some legitimacy there. How can we be intentional in our time together as we are in a season that looks different? And so, and that, like I said at the beginning, like that's been something I've had to be patient with myself having never been in a season before, I can't expect myself to have it down pat as I step into it. And that's why my time with the Lord, like my days look so much different when I spend time with the Lord versus when I don't, because he guards my heart and mind. He quiets my soul. I was made to walk with him. I draw near to him and he draws near to me. And when I don't prioritize time with him, the insecurity, the stubbornness, the taking things personal that aren't meant to take personal, those will drive my day. And that's just, we all know that's a hot mess. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And it reminds me too of, you know, the times where I've, I've struggled with the exact same thing. I mean, even still today when, when Nick wants to hang out with his guy friends and sometimes they're out later than I expected and I'm just home like waiting, like it, it is, it's probably, it can turn unhealthy, but it reminds me too of like how God is jealous for our hearts mm. and for our time. And so if we kind of like see it from that angle and we allow ourselves to know like this, I mean, my guy wants to spend time with me. Yes. But he yes. also has other friends and other just community that he needs to, you know, be refreshed by. It shouldn't just be me all the time or it shouldn't just be us all the time. And so I think that's very healthy that you're acknowledging that. And I think it's also very healthy that um, we continue to acknowledge it, even in marriage, because it doesn't, it doesn't go away <laughs> in marriage, Emma, like just letting you know, it's something that you have to constantly like learn from and, and understand. And I have to remind myself too, like whenever I want to spend time with my girlfriends or sometimes when I go on like a week trip, like how sometimes Nick can get very, you know, sad and just frustrated because he misses me. He misses us being together, but um, it's very 
it's very nice to just know that you are missed, but also that there's a, a time and place for growing of friendships and there's a time and place of um, just knowing that in that relationship that you guys are secure and that 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 the Lord wants to intentionally use all these relationships and to build us up through friendship and build us up through marriage and even in a season of engagement. So I know that felt like maybe a little off topic, but I think it is something that people can probably relate to for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. I, I was talking about this same thing to my mama the other day and she texted this to me and I just, I feel like it so fits into what we're talking about and it may encourage someone listening. She said, cause I was sharing with her what I just shared with you, my heart. And she said, Emma, this is actually very positive. <laughs> Here's what you have to remember. You have a guy who loves you more than life itself. You have a God that gave his own son's life for you. You are loved and cared for more than you could ever even wrap your mind around. You just have to realize that and be confident in who you are, no matter what you may be going through, no matter what season you may be in, or what lie of insecurity the enemy may be sending you. Don't let the enemy steal the joy of this season. Enjoy the extra time with the girls. You will never have anything like that again as you do now. So just acknowledging that like, wow, like for such a time as this, our season looks like this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to let the enemy rob the uniqueness of this season, rob the joy of it, because there's going to be something else that's unique and beautiful in the next one. That if I'm continuing to walk in insecurity, I'm going to let the enemy steal that too. And so learning that there's a time and place for everything and God wants to reveal his heart and his character in this season. And I don't want to miss it. Yes. Amen. I love that. (laughs) Your mom is so encouraging and I love that she sends you stuff like that. She's so cool. (laughs) Chelsea, you're so cool. You're so sweet. I feel like we we touched on so much today and I'm so grateful for for the time and hopefully if people do listen to this they can just let us know through DM or something if they got something from it cuz that's just always so so nice to to know like that people resonate. So it really is. It's like wow, God, you encouraged me with this and you're using it to encourage someone else. That's yeah. just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, Chelsea, before we wrap it up, share with these all of these lovely humans um, where they can follow you, how they can get in touch with all the incredible things that God is doing in and through you, um, because I want them to be blessed by you as I have been. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, so my husband and I have a YouTube channel. It's called Chelsea and Nick. You can just look it up as that. And I am also on Instagram is Chelsea K. Hurst and the same on Facebook. And yeah, I I do all the social media stuff, but I'm also an author just like Emma. We, we've both written, I believe we've both written two books or maybe you've written more than me. I'm not sure. Well, I've um, written two as well. Okay. <laughs> so cool that we've, you know, walked through that same thing together. So yeah, I love, I love writing and creatively expressing all the things on my heart and I know that Emma's the same way so it's just really cool to have like another like sister that is just so similar in so many ways and hopefully we can do this again oh oh that's like a no-brainer Chelsea (laughs) (laughs) it's so happening (laughs) yeah we have to and I, I was telling you I think yesterday or maybe today that we should have you and uh Josh on our podcast too Yes, I was actually telling Josh that the other day and he was like, I'm in. 
So that will happen. Oh, well, y'all, we love you. And like Chelsea said, I pray that this conversation blessed you. And what I love is this conversation was genuinely that. It was just a conversation about things that God has been leading us through, speaking to our hearts. And so I pray that it met you where you are, where you are in your walk with the Lord. I pray that it encouraged you in a way that only the Lord knows you need to be encouraged. Um, Y'all, don't forget to subscribe, download, share it with all your people, all the fun things, and don't forget how loved you are. We'll talk next week. blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.